Broadcasting from deep within Angel Stadium, this is Angler Chronicles. Good morning, Southern California. From Joshua Tree to Dutch Harbor, from the Canadian wilderness to the Amazon jungle. Buckle up, because it's going to be wall-to-wall action on Angler Chronicles. Angler Chronicles is brought to you by Turner's Outdoorsman, California's fishing, hunting, and shooting headquarters since 1971. Van Warmer Resorts, Hotel Palmas de Cortez, and Hotel Playa del Sol. Fishing Syndicate Quality Custom Rods. Get syndicated. Carne de Teresa, providing quality, handmade, marinated meats. Owner Hooks, perfection in hooks. Lake Elsinore, the city of Dream Extreme. And Bite on Fishing, where your next catch is only a cast away. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another fine installment of Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio and the Angels Radio app. Well, he's not here right now, but he is here. He's kind of like a mist in the night. He's, um, I don't know, he's just not here. And I'm all alone. It's pretty scary in here. But, you know, I have the usual co-hosts that uh, we run around with that are on the line right now, and we'll get to them in a minute. But uh, good morning, Sergio, and I miss you. Good morning, everybody, and God, good to be here, and good to be going to all these shows. I love it. I love it. Love it. Love it. And, as normally, we have our friend and, and probably one of the smartest men that I've ever met and has the Penn Fishing Universities. And if there is anything you don't know, he'll either tell you what it is or he'll make it up. Good morning, Steve Carson. Good morning, Ron. And, you know, the big problem with you being in the studio alone is you can't reach over and smack him when he needs it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'll be with him later this afternoon, and I'll take care of anything that he deserves. All right. So, And then, making an appearance every morning, you know, it's the best time to pluck earthworms out of the ground, is our resident, yeah. Andrew Mack. Good morning, Andrew. Good morning, Ron. Good morning, everybody. So, with all that being said, it's been a busy week. Sergio, what you got? Well, no, I think we got to start, you know, you know, nice and fresh. And let's go ahead and start with Andrew and give us that freshwater report. You got it. Hit it, young man. Yeah, so definitely. Let's get it started. I know we're, I know we're going to uh, circle back and start talking about the ribeye um, <laughs> because that was a fun weekend, so we still got to cover that one. But I have to announce something that is just phenomenal, something that, that I guess hasn't seen in more than a decade, and that – is a 23-pound, 6-ounce rainbow trout was just caught yesterday at Santa Ana River Lakes. That's the heaviest trout caught in more than, I I would say the last time I seen something that size was maybe 2009, 2010 uh, at that lake, but a 23-pound, 6-ounce rainbow uh, was officially weighed, caught yesterday at Santa Ana River Lakes. But wait, there's more. On top of that, an hour and a half later, another angler catches a 19-pound, 0.66-ounce rainbow trout about 500 yards south from where that other fish was caught. So both fish caught yesterday, the super trout that were caught yesterday, a combined total of over 42 pounds of rainbow trout 
with two fish. Isn't wow. that something, Ron? That, that, that's pretty amazing. And it just goes to show that anybody out there that says there's no fish in that lake, eh, that is pretty, that yeah. is super. Yeah, exactly. And they, uh, they also had a big load of lightning trout uh, uh, that they stocked yesterday morning as well. Um, typically, they stock them on Thursday and give them a day to swim around. Uh, but there were some issues with the stock truck, so the stock truck actually came around 2 in the morning, uh, Friday morning, and they threw them in. So not only did these big fish get caught, lots and lots and lots of lightning trout uh, made a showing as well. So it's been it's been an epic Friday at Santa Ana River Lakes. I know today is probably going to bring the same. So if you guys are heading out to Santa Ana, I mean, I definitely recommend getting out there early. I mean, the line's going to open here pretty soon. And uh, uh, get your spot, and and hopefully you'll be, you know, hopefully you'll get one of these monsters like these other guys. It's just, it's just some crazy stuff going on over there. Yeah. Uh, man. Now from there, uh, we're gonna go up north a little bit, and I say we get into what we did uh, two weekends ago. Uh, Palmdale Fin and Feather uh, just stopped uh, yesterday. Uh, with a full load of rainbow trout. Uh, this went 5,000 pounds. Uh, they did include some big ones in there. Um, so lots of anglers were catching them yesterday uh, on bait. But, um, hey, Ron, did you have fun uh, two weeks ago when we were filming? Oh, heck no. I hated catching all those fish. Are you kidding me? It was so much to do. And, and um, no, it was just outstanding. What a, what a great uh, presentation they put on. What a great opener. Uh, Sergio, what did you think? Well, you know, Finn and Feather never, never, never disappoints. You know, we got there, and just from the get-go, we started catching fish, and everything worked. You know, from the, um, you know, what primarily uh, Andrew and I were using, which was the hookup bait and the, what, 116th yellow and white dipped in the bite-on, and not just dipped in the bite-on, but also in the fury. Okay, so it gave it an extra little bit. Uh, that worked real extremely well. You also use the Thomas Point, which worked in that red gold with black dots. That's the one I was using. Call fish on that. And then you guys were also using the bait and weight uh, system. Uh, plenty, plenty of fish to go around. Uh, we also got a pontoon, caught some fish on the pontoon. Um, it's very good, and I can tell you, having seen already the rough draft, uh, it's going to be a great episode, and this episode, hopefully, hopefully, we'll have ready oh, sometime around Super Bowl, okay? We want to show everybody what can be done at a place like Finn and Feather, okay? Beautiful, beautiful fishing, beautiful sights, beautiful place. Um, I, I really enjoyed myself, and I'm not a freshwater guy, but I really enjoyed myself. Yeah, you know, um, I, I will have to say all this, and I'm, I'm really hanging my head low here. If Tony would learn how to fish, <laughs> we would. Ow. I know, Ow. I know, Man. I know. Ow. Actually, actually, he taught. He has taught me so much. And if you ever not uh, listen to one of his seminars, uh, he's he's amazing. And I'm just giving him a hard time. Team Fantastic just kicked Team Two Pounds rear end up and down the lake. Um, <laughs> I I'm still sore. Uh, but, um, you know, I got to hand it to you between Sergio and Andrew. Um, oh, uh, ouch. But uh, great job, guys, and Team oh, Fantastic yeah, now. Okay. 
but you got to let everybody understand what's going on here. <laughs> so uh, many of you uh, remember that we used to have two teams, Team Two Pound Test, which is Tony and Ron, and then there was Team Background, which is Larry and I. Well, Larry's not with us anymore, so guess what? You know, Andrew stepped in, and we decided to call ourselves Team Fantastic. I don't know where the heck that name came from. And, uh, well, uh, it's 2-0, and oh, right? Uh, you know, Saturday and Sunday, 2-0. Yeah, and oh. yeah. So, uh, good start to Team Fantastic. Yeah. Right, Andrew? <laughs> yeah. That, yeah that, so, I, I guess, does that mean that we have two unofficial titles for the uh, uh, the bass fishing <laughs> oh, yeah, champions of the world? world? Yeah. Yeah, we yeah. are the champions yeah, of the yeah, world. We can't really count the uh, can't count the other one as a Team Fantastic win because we weren't Team Fantastic yet. But you and I went out. Uh, we, we we actually had to um, host the Freedom Boat Club Bass uh, Tournament that they did. They, Steve, they wouldn't let us in. And they said if I was in the uh, tournament, the, the, the tournament, nobody would nobody would get in. So uh, we decided to host it. Ron did the weigh-in, okay, uh, there. And so early morning, uh, was it you and I there, Andrew? We went out on the center console, the AC sub two. And yeah, we put a whooping. <laughs> we had the biggest bag and we had the biggest fish. So overall, so that, that was, that was sweet. I think we were the only ones with five fish, right? Uh, yes, that was uh, exactly true. And, um, not only were they the five, but they were also the five biggest. So it's a good thing that they don't let you in or, you know, our team in. Well, I have those haunts. People don't realize. They have the, so, you know, I'll just say this. This is a, the cutest thing. I've got, um, I mean, I wasn't going to make a big deal of it, so we just go out there and check out what everybody was doing. And Andrew and I are fishing at Isis, okay? And he looks at me and he goes, can you take me to Jurassic Park? Said, yeah. <laughs> and off we went. And that I was pretty good at Jurassic <laughs> Park. Yeah, you wanted to go there. You had heard about that spot. We went, and we, we, we did really well. We did really well. Not, quali- not, quali- not quantity, but we did quality. And that's, um, and that's what wins uh, these tournaments. So, well, yeah, it, it was really good. Well, to bring this back, if you guys don't like to catch trout, don't go there. It's simple as that. Right. It, it, um, it is amazing. It is a great, and, you know, Joe and everybody else that was involved down there, uh, just fantastic hosts. And uh, I recommend it. Get yourself a membership. Andrew, tell them how to do it. Yeah, definitely. So if you guys want to become a member, um, you know, just go down to the office, uh, you know, talk to the ladies there at the office. You want to see the lake first? Um, you know they'll drive you around in the little side by side, see everything going. Uh, typically, around your first year, uh, membership's going to cost you around nine forty to nine sixty um, uh, uh, per membership, and that includes yourself, a spouse, and any child you have that's under the age of eighteen. So if you have four kids, guess what? That membership's good for your entire family. And what's cool about that is that you also get five guest pass uh, per day. So you can bring five friends with you, um, and then they pay, you know, 25 bucks uh, to fish that lake. They stock uh, just about every week uh, up until, I think, the end of April uh, with 5,000 pounds. And right now, uh, being opened uh, a week, and actually, no, being opened, this would be the second week Saturday. Uh, they've already stocked 20,000 pounds of fish. 
Um, and they keep track of these fish. So after you catch them, you know, you catch your five, uh, you check out. Uh, so they know the exact number of how many fish that they've stocked this year. Um, and so far, I believe there's only been 1,700 trout, maybe 1,800 trout caught. So that leaves anywhere from 7,000 to 8,000 fish still swimming around the lake right. uh, that haven't been caught yet. Okay, that's, Andrew, that's we gotta that's, we got to take a break already. Do you believe that? It's just going to fly by today, I can tell you. But this is Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio and the Angels Radio app, and we'll be right back. Dana Wharf Sport Fishing in Dana Point Harbor. Come check them out. Trips for anglers of all levels depart daily and kids fish free every Sunday. Enjoy clean vessels, full galleys, and friendly expert captains and crew. Everything you need for a great day of fishing for everyone, including a fleet of private charters. The Dana Wharf Kids Club is the coolest club of the sea, featuring free fishing trips, whale watching adventures, and more. Check them out on the web for daily deals, including the famous Half Price Tuesday. Dana Wharf Sport Fishing, number one angler's choice since 1971. That's Dana Wharf Sport Fishing and Whale Watching, located at 34675 Golden Lantern in Dana Point. You can contact them by phone at 949-496-5794 or on the web at danawharf.com. Daily adventures, lifelong memories, established 1971. Stay connected and follow them on Facebook and Twitter. Lake Elsinore is the action sports capital of the world. Stocked regularly with bass, catfish, crappie, and more. Lake Elsinore is the largest natural freshwater lake in Southern California and the destination for fishing. Whether you're looking for an extreme outdoor experience or a relaxing morning sunrise, start your next adventure in Lake Elsinore and stay at the new fully renovated campground, Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Find us online to follow all the action. Hi, I'm Pat McDonald. Join me at California's premier outdoor recreation shows. The LeVard Hall shows January 25th to 28th at the Long Beach Convention Center and February 15th to the 18th at the Del Mar Fairgrounds. Whether it's great retail tackle bargains at hundreds of booths, dozens of daily seminars over four days by the experts, the latest in boats, kayaks, and accessories, the Hall Family Shows presented by Progressive Insurance deliver the ultimate outdoor experience. Get details at hallshows.com. Angels Radio, AM 830. All right, everybody. And yes, you know what kind of music it is when I'm in, in charge here in the studio. And I hope it wakes everybody up because you need to get up and get ready and do some kind of outdoor activity, uh, mostly fishing. So get out there and uh, have a great day today. Uh, Andrew, go ahead and continue. Yeah, definitely. So we were saying um, how to become a member at Palmdale Fin and Feather. Um, so like I said, basically, you know, it's going to cost you probably around 960 bucks for the first year. Now, don't freak out about the price when you say, oh, for trout fishing, that seems like a lot. Break it down of how it works out. You get to fish 240 to 250 days for the year. Basically, after January 13th, it's six days a week that you're allowed to fish there, um, my, besides Thursday, because that's the day that they're closed. Now, then also, you get to duck hunt. You can duck hunt during the duck season uh, every Wednesday and Sunday there. Um, that stops. Last day of fishing is November 18th, 
but you can still duck hunt through December. And then uh, that goes until the opener uh, of twenty of the next following year uh, up to January 13th. So there's a lot of options, you know, things to do here. On top of that, once you get through your first year, every year after to renew it, it comes. It's basically around half, 480 bucks uh, to renew your membership. So now you're looking at two dollars and twelve cents a day uh, becoming a member there for again yourself, your spouse, and any child you have that's under the age of eighteen. So it's a it's a really good deal. On top of you know they stock just shy of five hundred thousand pounds of uh, uh, I'm sorry five hundred thousand dollars worth of trout for the season. They also stock catfish in the summer. Um, it's a great lake for bass fishing, uh, which. We've already caught on the boat. Uh, uh, my buddy Andy uh, last week had a nice six-and-a-half-pounder. Um, they have plenty of crappie on there, which, again, we already found this season. Uh, we boated 10 crappie on Saturday uh, a week ago, and we did release them because you can't keep them until July. Um, and then the day before that, a friend of mine, Jaden, and his little brother, Kyle, uh, also got another 14 uh, uh, crappie that they released as well. So there's many options at this lake, and on top of it, I would say probably one of my top things to do there, uh, especially starting in March, April, is the carp start eating arrows. So it's just a fantastic lake to go to, um, and definitely, you know, that's where Team Fantastic kind of started. So now, <laughs> you know, now and now we have uh, some roots, <laughs> I would say. But other than that, um, that's Palmdale, Finn, and Feather. Now let's go to a few more lakes. So uh, Mountain Lakes, uh, they stocked 1,000 pounds of Wright's Rainbows on Thursday, uh, fishing for Friday. Um, but what Mountain Lakes has coming this following week, so get there early, get a camp spot, you know, this next coming week because they are stocking uh, Mount Lassen. Mount Lassen is coming in uh, with 3,000 pounds of rainbow trout, and this will include some bigger fish in there as well. Uh, they're going to put 1,500 pounds in each lake, the top and bottom lake. Um, but Mountain Lakes is finally going to have a nice big stock of Mount Lassen trout. So first chance to get them is a week from today on Saturday since they are stocking on Friday. Um, so like I said, get there early, start camping, do what you got to do, but it's going to be great fishing at Mountain Lakes uh, next Saturday. Uh, let's see. Now from there, um, uh, what else is stocked this week? Uh, you have uh, Lake Jennings, uh, stocked 1,500 pounds of rainbow trout. Uh, OC Parks, you got Tri-City, Miles Square, Laguna Niguel, and Irvine Lake uh, have all stocked this week uh, from Black Canyon Hatchery. And what's cool about the OC Parks um, from Black Canyon is not only they're getting rainbow trout, but they are getting their version of the lightning trout, since Mount Lassen has their name trademarked as lightning, uh, Black Canyon calls them golden rainbow trout. And, uh, I mean, Steve, what's, what's the proper name that these things started out in uh, uh, back east? Way, way back when they first noticed the, uh, literally in one fish out of millions, they noticed the, uh, 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 the color mutation. It's a natural color mutation. And then they just kept crossbreeding. Until uh, they get, uh, you know, 100% the color mutation. It is natural. Um, but it was in West Virginia. Um, and so they, the real actual name is West Virginia Centennial Golden Rainbow Trout. Uh, they are not golden trout, 
although one might presume that, that uh, way, way back in the day, pre-Ice Age, um, it, it started out as a natural mutation, and that isolated population just uh, just kept enhancing the color mutation because anybody that's been up there into the Golden Trout Wilderness, et cetera, knows that, they, that uh, California Golden Trout naturally crossbreed uh, instantaneously with rainbow trout, and they lose the golden color pretty fast. So the only way to, to keep it going is by crossbreeding just the golden rainbow trout. Is that TMI? No. Um, no, that's, that's awesome. Uh, we're going to have to interrupt you here, guys. Um, Angler Chronicles is sponsoring a uh, team in a tournament uh, today, and um, on the line, go. If can we cue them up? On the line right now, we have uh, Craig and Chris. I'm not sure if we can get them queued up. Okay, here we go. Good morning, Craig, Chris. How are you guys doing? Give us a quick yeah, rundown on what's morning. happening. Uh, we're just sitting in line. Uh, we're already signed up, and we're waiting to get on the lake. Uh, you pre-fished yesterday. How'd you do? I did really good. I had about 14 pounds. It was really tough uh, fishing at 30 to 50 feet of water. Um, it's really murky in uh, the green from the rain and the weather, but it's really good fishing. Yeah, uh, I have. Be I have confident in what you do and how you do it. Yeah, I have a Sergio on the line. Sergio, you got any questions? No, just uh, expectations. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, you're <laughs> Trust me. Morning, Serge. Morning. Yeah, yeah I'm telling you. Hey, man, we are, you. And let me tell okay. you, I'm fired up for the first event of the year, man. It's just the fish with Craig, and we've, we've already fished together. We click real well, so I hope uh, today pays off. And if you guys haven't seen these, if you if you haven't seen these two gentlemen here, Craig and Chris, they are giants. So I hope you have a big boat because pretty amazing. Um, but yeah, so here's the deal. So so uh, both these guys worked on the uh, Ocean Odyssey last year. Uh, great great deckhands. I've known Chris. Chris, you and I go back yeah. probably over around twenty years, right? Um, right. Back right. in the days when, when Ronnie was around, right? In fact, I was able Correct. to witness when you got the lake record at Lake Elsinore on the bass. I remember that day. That thing was huge. Right. How, how how big was that bass at Lake Elsinore? Uh, just shy of nine. Just shy of nine. Just shy of and Yeah. It, and, and I remember that fish today. coming up. Still stands today. So, um, anyway, so it was great to see you back on the boat. I know Craig, you're going to be keep, you're going to keep going. Are you, will you be back this year, uh, Chris, for the Ocean Odyssey? Oh yeah, I'll be back for the next two years. Cool. Oh, excellent. Cool. So uh, they, they approached us and said, "Hey guys, you know we're, we're fishing <laughs> here. You guys want to sponsor?" And usually it's the other way around. They said, but "Yeah." I said, "Let's let's do this." Let's go ahead and sponsor them, and then you guys are going to be representing. So it's not how it's not that we want you to have fun. I mean, I have expectations, okay? Expectations, okay? So you're going to wear the Anger Chronicle name. You got to you got to put out. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? There a little because uh, Chris, there's you, but Tiny's on the other end, okay? The reason I call these guys Tiny is I am lucky on a nice good day. I'm five foot six five foot six and a half maybe these guys are six foot eight 
Okay, and I remember I got in the middle. We took a photo with the two of you. Oh my goodness! All right, my goodness. Your <laughs> service, kid. Yeah, yeah, if know, you guys, but, um, you... go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, we uh, Chris has got a big buck, so both of you. I think we'd be uh, fine on that. I haven't seen Craig in freshwater, but uh, Chris, I've seen you in action, and um, I'm just hoping for the best expecting the best from the two of you. So have at it, get it done, and um, make it happen. Make it happen. I really would love to celebrate you guys next year uh, with, with a, some kind of a, a win, a, a good placement, something. And so uh, we're going to try our best uh, and hope for the best and hopefully get an early birthday present because tomorrow is my 42nd birthday. Oh, happy birthday. Ooh, I'm an old man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> so hopefully you know for the best, uh, the fish are biting the way they were or better, and we're going to pull it off. I did come in third two weeks ago at El Cap, so, um, and I was fishing solo on that one, so I do have a plaque for you guys, so when I do get it, I will hand it over to you. So oh, I love that. I Absolutely. love that. Absolutely. And I know you guys, Craig, I also know that you've been working on the Ocean Odyssey. Oh, yes. Yeah. So we're doing uh, school trips now, and then uh, Rick and Dina are going to Texas for another week in, by next week, and then uh, her brother Greg is going to be on the boat helping doing boat work. Excellent. So, Excellent. yeah, um, the boat's looking really well. It's looking good. For an old, an eighty-year-old boat, or built in the eighties, it still looks mm-hmm. like a brand new boat that was built last year. Yeah, well, they so, they uh, take good love and care. Oh yeah, we the take reason, love and care on that thing. Yeah. Well, the reason so, these boats look as good as they do because always during the this time of the year, people oh, there's no fishing. Well, at some point, these boats have to stop, and they need to be repaired. Okay, and oh, yeah. upgraded and everything, and so. I know that especially, uh, Rick... especially my bunk. It needs to be fixed. <laughs> <laughs> so you get tired of sleeping in a fetal got, position? Yeah, we got some issues we got to fix. It drops about about two and a half inches, so we got to fix that yeah. this next week. So, but um, we're looking good, and Rick's loving it. He gets to go hunting all the time now, so. Uh-huh. Uh, we're looking good. good. So, uh, I missed it, Craig. Where are you guys today? We're at San Vicente. San Vicente. Oh, okay. Yeah, we, I, I did an episode. Listen, I, I did an episode there. I did an episode oh, at San yeah. Vicente. And I caught a nice big fish on on uh, on TV. So, the expectations are high. Oh, Very they're high. high. The oh, we got it. We're okay, coming with yeah. all, of, all our ammo. We're coming with everything. Yeah, so. yeah. It's, it's a good thing. All right. Well, listen. I don't want to. Um, uh, I don't want you to share what you're going to use until after the fact. Oh no. We'll, okay, we'll give you a ring uh, this next week and give you an update, and I'll give you a I call and let you know how we did. All right. What time is uh, the, uh, the start? 
Weigh-in is at probably, I'd say, 2.30, 2.45. If we get a late start, it's probably going to be 3.15 or 3.30. So I'll hit you up about that time and let you know, and uh, I'll okay. go from there. And what time What time do you guys start fishing? Uh, whenever the staff lets us on the lake. <laughs> <laughs> you we probably have about up. 40 okay. to 50 boats here right now. So wow. there's going to be a lot of competition, so... Yeah, you guys got it in the bag. Come on. Oh, we got it in the bag. <laughs> yeah. These big, sexy guys on the boat. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That makes fish it. That I makes fish power. bite all the better. Oh, yeah. yeah and it, has my, to, it has to yeah. do with confidence. Confidence is the main thing. PFA. Yeah. Yep. That's, so. it. That's it. All right, guys. Uh, I hope you guys have a good day, and uh, we're going to get on this, and uh, we'll keep you intel. All right. Good luck, guys. All right. All right, thank you. Thank Thanks, you, All right, sorry All about right, that. Later, sorry about that, Andrew. Well, might as well just hold on. Yeah. We're getting ready to take another break. This is uh, Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio and the Angels Radio app. We'll be right back. Angels Radio. AMA 30. Ron, these sunglasses are nice. Yes, Sergio. Inferno USA Eyewear, they are great. They were created eight years ago to provide a far superior product with an unbeatable lifetime warranty. You like the burns. Machine billet aluminum frames, extreme wrap style sunglasses, and goggles all in one. They have removable foam inserts, they're polarized, and have polarized transitional lenses available too. The burn style is hands down the greatest wind in your face glass ever made. No wind, dirt, or debris in your eyes at up to 100 miles per hour. Simply put, they're awesome. I prefer the fuel style frame. They are made from TR90 nylon material that keeps them extremely lightweight and very durable. You won't even realize that you're wearing them. Tons of color options and polarized lenses available. The fuels also keep wind out of your eyes at very high speeds. Inferno USA Eyewear. They're nice sunglasses. No gimmicks, just quality construction and protection for your eyes. Inferno USA. Check them out and get yours at www.infernousa.com. That's www.infernousa.com. Hello, everybody. This is Captain Rick from the 85-foot luxurious sport fisher Ocean Odyssey. Departing from H&M Landing in San Diego, California, Ocean Odyssey is Angler Chronicles' number one choice in San Diego offshore fishing. Whether you are a beginner or a seasoned veteran, Ocean Odyssey is equipped with all your fishing needs. From five-star meals, state-of-the-art electronics, spray-brine fish hold, and spacious accommodations. Make Ocean Odyssey the number one choice for your next offshore fishing adventure. To make your reservation today, log on to OceanOdysseyFishing.com or call Dina at 619-889-4535. Again, that's OceanOdysseyFishing.com or 619-889-4535. Ocean Odyssey is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. Hi, it's Captain Dave Marciano here. I'm wicked excited to tell you about my new website, AngelicaSeafoods.com, where you can now order fresh local New England seafood shipped overnight right to your door. Go to AngelicaSeafoods.com. Angels Radio. AMA 30. All right, everybody, welcome back to Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio and the Angels Radio app. And um, 
Let's get back to it right now. Um, actually, uh, we'll uh, have a guess when uh, we get to Lake Elsinore. So keep going, Andrew, real quick. Yeah, definitely. So I know we were just talking, you know, those guys have a derby today or a tournament. Um, let's go ahead and get some derbies that are going to be happening here for Trout. So uh, February 10th, uh, oh, I'm sorry, February 9th to February 10th, Santa Ana River Lakes is going to have a Trout Derby. Uh, this one's going to be an overnight derby starting February 9th, uh, so you do have to have a camping 24-hour pass. Uh, February 9th at 5 p.m. is going to go to the next day to 11 a.m. If you don't want to camp, your first chance and only chance to get in the derby would be to start Saturday morning on a day pass at 6 a.m., but that only, that only leaves you five hours to fish. Uh, so this is a 24-hour derby at Santa Ana River Lakes, uh, February 9th. Uh, February 10th. Now, what's coming up in March, um, we're definitely going to be covering this more uh, as the weeks go on. Uh, This is going to be the Lake Isabella Trout Derby that's coming up. Uh, March 23rd, 24th, and 25th. Um, If you guys want to register, you can register right now uh, at uh, kernrivervalley.com and then uh, just look for the Isabella details. Uh, This is going to be a great derby. Um, What they have uh, uh, at this derby is they're stocking two trout uh, that are going to be tagged, both worth worth $5,000 each that you have to catch during uh, the, the uh, tournament. Now, they have two more trout they're putting in that are worth $10,000 each. So there's a chance to win twenty grand at this derby if you catch all four, which is probably very hard to do, but the chances of catching one of these are pretty good. Uh, you can fish this derby uh, from shore or from a boat, uh, whatever you choose. Uh, and, again, this will be March 23rd starting Friday, uh, March 24th Saturday, and March 25th uh, Sunday. And then they have their uh, the weigh-in. They have uh, um, uh, the prize ceremony at the end. So it's going to be a great event. But, like I said, again, we're going to have more details um, starting next week. And then uh, we'll go from there. Hey. Um, but all right, Ron, let's uh, let's come come up the 15 freeway up there, and let's stop at our favorite lake. Okay, lake hey, one second, Andrew. I, I I'm confused. You have two trout at ten thousand. Yes, and then you have two, two tr- and then you have two trout exactly. at five thousand. Yes, but there's okay. also going to be an additional five hundred tag trout with smaller prizes. Okay, that so are, uh, with a uh, you want to take your Those shoes off. I want you to take your shoes off because it's more than twenty thousand dollars. <laughs> okay, I'm just just wondering. Okay, but anyways, let's. I, I ran I ran out of fingers and toes to count. <laughs> I know. <laughs> You're right. Okay, thirty thousand. There you go. <laughs> thirty thousand dollars total uh, of tag trout, and those are just the big the big prizes. Uh, like I said, they have multiple twenty, fifty, hundred dollar fish. That sounds cool. Um, that are going to be in there, um, so it's going to be a great derby over there at uh, Isabella. That is, that's really cool. And and right, let's head up the I fifteen and go ahead and queue up Jonathan. We'll just hear everything from Jonathan real quick. And uh, good morning, Jonathan from Lake Elsinore. Good morning, Ron and Sergio and heard Steve Carson and of course Andrew. How you guys doing today? We're good morning. Outstanding. Oh, man. Yeah, we've got a lot of great things happening in, in, in Lake Elsinore. Actually, you know, stock, uh, talking about stocking, we did uh, $15,000 worth of uh, catfish a couple weeks ago. It's you know, pretty exciting. We get our, our fish from um, um, Golden State Bait, 
you know, get us some some really nice sizers. Um, and that was done um, uh, a couple of Fridays ago, so we're pretty excited about that. Um, just yesterday, uh, you know, we always talk about you know teaching people how to fish. A couple a couple months ago, I had a, a buddy of mine, Patrick Ellis, who's the um, He's the uh, Marietta and, and Wildemar Chamber of Commerce, and his son has special needs. And he was out camping, and he says, "Hey, Jonathan, you want to you want to teach my my son how to fish?" I mean, you know, I said, "Sure." And we had a, re- a really good time. He he got on a couple of fish. He he actually outfished me. It was really good. Yeah, I, um, he, I I said, "Hey, you know, I really need to learn from you." Uh, and he goes, "Yeah, you just need to be a better fisherman, Jonathan." I'm like, okay, that's, I appreciate that. So uh, fast forward to a couple of weeks ago, he contacted me, and his son goes to a, uh, a transitional adult program where they uh, work with uh, adults with uh, disabilities. And they said, hey, can we come out and, and, and fish in Lake Elsinore? Well, we're really excited about hosting uh, uh, 14 uh, adults yesterday at the uh, at, uh, launch point teaching them how to fish and uh, I, I posted some pictures on on uh, Angler, Friends of Angler Chronicles it was a great great event um, it sounded like we're going to have a, a, a partnership there because they're going to come out uh, every once in a while and, and throw a line over the long, uh, launch point and also around the lake to, to get them on the catfish. Hey, hey Jonathan um, I don't know um, I would love to come out and help so next time you have this, please ask me. I know Sergio. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I Tony, Tony Williams, you know, uh, uh, he's always been a big supporter of things happening in, in Lake Elsinore. And when I mentioned it to him a couple of weeks ago when we were um, up at uh, Finn and Feather, he said, well, let me, let me go ahead and donate some bait and everything to him. So uh, we had Bidon out there. We had... Um, uh, you know, some, some worms and stuff from our, our general store. Um, you know, we had a couple of uh, a couple of kids on the bike, and they were really men, but unfortunately they weren't um, able to land it. But what we were able to do, a buddy of mine, Dave, were told, we fish in the morning, we call ourselves the, the five to niners, you know, before we go to work. He was able to get a cat just so they would be able to see it. Well, a lot of the kids want to take a picture with a catfish because this is the first time they've ever seen a uh, fish. And so it was a really, really great uh, event, and uh, we're going to be doing those those kind of things more. So we're excited. Um, as far as you know, the lake and everything, I, we've been talking about what we're trying to do to help the lake along. Well, we're really excited to to, to announce that uh, you know we talked about that nano bubbler uh, program that we pilot program that we have, and, and basically what it is. It injects oxygen-rich, tiny nanobubbles into the lake uh, to help with the algae. Well, that actually is out on the lake right now. It hasn't been energized yet, but it's taken a couple of weeks to put together. So I'll be posting some pictures uh, once we get uh, that all, all started. But it's all in the process to help the, the uh, aquaculture of the lake, not only for fishing, but also for the general uh, recreation use that we have all the time. So we're, we're excited about that. And then uh, Ron and, and, and Sergio and, and Tony and I have been talking about the, the Dream of Dream Fishing Derby. 
don't have, not gonna let the cat out of the bag or anything yet, but we're planning a on a on a on a great eleventh uh, annual uh, June Extreme Fishing Derby out in Lake Elsinore. Um, a lot of things happening out there. We hope you guys come out. Uh, a lot of fun. If you have any questions, again, you can give us a call at nine five one six seven four three one two four, or hit us up on you know Facebook, Instagram, or our website, which is www.lake-elsinore.org. All right, cool. Sergio, got any questions? No, I could, unfortunately, the, I could barely hear Jonathan, but, um, yeah, I got a report there. Uh, there's a lot of great things happening in this city, and I've always said it's the best kept secret in Southern California, although I don't think it's much of a secret anymore. Um, I would just say everybody save some dates here. Um, sometime in, in, in May, okay, we'll have the Dream Extreme, and that's what I think what you were alluding to will we'll, I can't hear him very well, but I heard, yeah, save the date, so we're going to be, you know, hitting up in May, we're doing yeah, some yeah. finalization kind of stuff. Yeah, save and, uh, in May. It's, it's pretty exciting. In May, everything's uh, being you know, worked out right now. Um, you guys are both talking at the same time, so hang on. So go ahead and finish up, Jonathan, and we'll... Yeah, so basically, yeah, just stay tuned. Uh, you know, I'm hoping to make it up to... Um, you know, the Barton Hall show this weekend to see you guys, and we'll be able to do some more talking. But, uh, yeah, definitely come out to Lake Elsinore. Um, throw a line, uh, bring your pillow, uh, come stay at Launch Point, and uh, have a bite to eat at the bobber. You got it. Thank you, sir. All right, take care. You have a terrific day, and enjoy everything. All right, Sergio, go ahead. Um, I think we just lost. Yeah, uh, so basically, yeah, I just want to let everybody know that there is a – uh, Dream Extreme this year. We're putting the finishing touches right now. A lot of changes is going on, but there'll be sometime in May. Right now, I would say mid-May. But everybody, just hang on tight. Just save the general time zone, okay? To come out and join us. This is something that we film every year. We have a great turnout, and uh, I'm looking for another great year at Lake Elsinore. Okay, so that'll be again. It's uh, about around May. Okay, but we'll have more information as the time. As right. Um, we're waiting and for... As far as the show... Yeah, but hold on. As far, as far as the show you mentioned, we will be there today. Okay, now, for everybody that's looking for Anger Chronicles at the Bart Hall Show in Long Beach, we do not have a booth. However, you can find us either hanging out at the Accurate booth, at the Turner's booth, and, of course, at the Fishing Syndicate booth. And one of those three booths, or walking around... You'll see us, okay, and uh, come by, say hello. Love to say hello to everybody. We saw a lot of people on Thursday, going back today. I think we'll be there around noon, probably through, I don't know, we'll spend a few hours there, okay, and, and say hello to everybody, okay? Yeah. Um, right now we're waiting for Andrew to call back. He got disconnected. Steve, you want to add anything um, uh, about anything you got coming up? I'll actually hold on to that. I just heard the music. Um, this is Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio and the Angels Radio app, and we'll be right back. It's all part of my fantasy.
Hi, everybody. This is Danny Jackson, producer of award-winning Angler Chronicles Television. The very best in sport fishing action is Angler Chronicles TV, seen weekly on Valley Sports West. Each week, Sergio and crew take you on an action-packed fishing expedition from Baja to Alaska and throughout the Southland. Angler Chronicles Television airs five times weekly starting at 8.30 Sunday mornings on Valley Sports West. Visit anglerchronicles.com for details. The original hookup baits are the most versatile and effective artificial baits to hit the water. With sizes from 132 to 4 ounces in 12 fish catching colors, this pattern design uses only the highest quality of materials, owner hooks, and are proud to be built in the USA. The original hookup baits have made it easier to match the hatch when chasing that fish of a lifetime. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops to get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph, and release. Attention anglers, Angler Chronicles chooses Fishing Syndicate. Custom quality rods, the manufacturers of the latest in fishing rods. The perfect combination and blends of high-end graphite and glass fibers that make the lightest, most sensitive, and powerful rods available on the market. See what the buzz is all about and get syndicated. Fishing Syndicate, the rod choice of the Angler Chronicle crew and other industry experts and leaders. Check them out at fishingsyndicate.com and see why they're the chosen rod of the AC crew. Light, sensitive, powerful, FS style. Fishing Syndicate, a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. Angels Radio. AM 830. All right, everybody. Welcome back to Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio and the Angels Radio app. Um, <clears throat> Andrew, we've lost Andrew again. So, Sergio, what do you have? And keep it going. No, no, I think I think we need to go to Steve. Uh, Steve right. was up at the um, at the Sacramento show. So, Steve, why don't you tell us? We'll start talking about the, the, some of these shows. Yeah, I was. Uh, you might have noticed I was not on the show last week. Did you notice? Did you miss me, uh-huh. Sergio? Yes, we did. I missed you. <laughs> it's good to be missed. <laughs> no, I was up at the. Uh, International Sportsman's Exposition Show, also known as ISE, at the Cal Expo Fairgrounds in Sacramento. And uh, it, it, it's the first kind of big consumer show of the, of the year every year. And to, at least for me, it kind of provides a, uh, a preview into kind of how, how the general public is feeling, uh, you know, if they, if they uh, you know, are going to be excited about fishing, if they're hiding in the house, from COVID, if you'll recall, a few years ago. Whatever's going on, it's kind of the first view of that. And uh, it was not maybe not, not necessarily the greatest ever uh, preview, but it was pretty darn good. I would say uh, out of the four-day show, three were very, very, very good. Uh, people were buying tackle. They were excited. Uh, it was sort of, uh, sort of extra good for me because, unfortunately, our friends in Northern California – are suffering a little bit from what is likely now to be the second year in a row with no salmon fishing in California, no ocean, no river season. And that's a huge, huge blow to uh, all the different industries from, from restaurants to, to, you know, to gas stations that depend on fishing. Also some pretty heavy restrictions likely to come down. It's not done yet, but likely to come down on surgeon fishing. Uh, again, not good news, but 
uh, you've got a huge upswing up there in the Sacramento market in tuna fishing, uh, which, of course, is why it was good for me. Uh, I did a couple of seminars on tuna fishing uh, in conjunction with our friend uh, and the show's friend, Captain James Smith of the California Dawn. Uh, they've got their own very, very good and growing bluefin tuna fishery up there. And, of course, the I-5 freeway was built so that everybody in the entire world could go to San Diego and catch tuna. So uh, a lot of people from Sacramento have been going up and down the I-5 the last few years. And uh, now with the, uh, with the growth of their own, their own tuna fishery, uh, literally all the way up almost into Oregon waters, yeah, it was a very, very busy show for me. A lot of fun, and uh, yeah, it was just—I—it I, was great. I'm just the, the only downside was I had to miss your show last week. So here I am. I'm back. Hey, do they—they they had albacore this last year, correct? Up there? Yeah, the albacore were a little further north. Right. Uh, they were mostly from Bodega, and really even above Bodega, from uh, from Fort Bragg and north into Oregon and Washington. But the bluefin were, uh, you know, pretty abundant all the way down as far as far south as Monterey. Uh, there's not very many small or medium bluefin up there. Uh, the small blue, medium bluefin, you know, anything from, you know, the 25 to the 60 pounders that we catch a lot of in SoCal, they're not really up there because the smaller fish don't like the cold water. It is cold up there. But, uh, you know, the bluefin over 100, 120 pounds and up, uh, they're pretty impervious to the cold. And they, they, there's plenty of food up there. They like the food. And uh, the combination of a lot of things, number one, um, no salmon fishing, so people are looking for something to do. Uh, the reopening of the deep water rock cod grounds, that also happened last year, as everybody knows. So... Boats were venturing out into the deeper water for the first time in a long time, and saying, "Hey, what are those? What, what's that jumping over there? Are those are those dolphins? Holy moly, those are bluefin tuna!" So, so there's quite a bit of that going on. Uh, people had um, better gear from having come down to, to San Diego for the last few seasons, and uh, and the, the fast trolling of the Mad Max that technique has really spread. Uh, the nighttime jigging and live sardines are not really uh, things that, that are doable up there. So the only downside they have is weather. Um, in any seven-day period, any seven-day week, there's going to be a couple, three days where you cannot go out. It's just not safe. And so, uh, and, and in some cases, seven days out of seven. So, so that's that's kind of the downside there, and and you don't have a well-developed fleet of, uh, of boats with plenty of live bait and and galleys and nice warm bunks, et cetera, et cetera. So, so it's a little bit different, but um, again, it's it's nice that given the loss of major fisheries like uh, like like salmon and the potential loss of sturgeon uh, can be can be made up. I hope that the uh, everybody in California hopes that the bluefin tuna uh, continue to, to come to our waters in numbers that are basically unprecedented, at least in the last hundred years. So uh, I had fun. Great meeting everybody. For me, a show like that is always kind of like a high school reunion. Um, sometimes you have to look at name badges like, hey, I, I knew you, but now you're old. What's up with that? <laughs> but but, but uh, 
It was great. And, um, you know, looking forward to the season just like everybody else. Well, what, what were you featuring? What were the, the features for the show for Penn? Well, I was, of course, working in the, in the Penn booth, uh, the Penn Pure Fishing right. booth, which also includes brands like Abu Garcia and Berkeley, Fenwick, things like that. And, of course, you have also in Sacramento, you have the California Delta, which is, I, I can't even describe it. It's like a giant lake slash, you know, uh, a river system with huge amounts of, of largemouth bass, catfish, stripers, et cetera, et cetera. So that, that, that's a heavy part of what people do up there. Um, I've been up there. I've been kind of been the, the featured tuna fishing dude uh, for a long time up at that show. So a lot of people are, are, are used to that, used to talking about that kind of fishing with me. There were just a lot more of them this year. Um, and, and, yeah, just like down in, in the SoCal shows, people were buying – basically Penn International <laughs> as fast as the dealers could get them in. Uh, you know, the hot reels were um, Penn International 50 VISXs and 50 VISWs for the fast trolling with, with Mad Max up there. And just like down here, uh, probably the next most popular reel was the International 16 VISX, which is, uh, you know, more of a San Diego reel and lots and lots of those people are fishing in San Diego too, so I was I was about as busy as a uh, what do they say uh, a, a, a one leg one legged or one armed wallpaper hanger. Uh, it was it was fun and um, people up there love to fish in, in much more uh, the demographically a higher percentage of people are into fishing. Obviously, the population of Sacramento is is nothing like the population of Southern California. But percentage to the population, it's much, much higher that like to fish. And they fish for a lot of different things. So I would say the attendance was on par with what we'll see at the big shows down here. Yeah. And uh, last week was over in Sacramento. This week you got uh, the Bart Hall Show in Long Beach. Uh, I think in a couple of weeks we have the Fred Hall Show. I mean, the Bart Hall Show went down in San Diego. And then the first week of March, you have the PCS show, Pacific Coast Sport Fishing, which at that show in Orange County, we will have a booth. So uh, make sure you come by and see us and all our friends. We're going to be surrounded by all our friends. Fishing Syndicate will be there. The um, Ann Warmers, Fishers of Men, uh, Freedom Boat Club. All our friends will be surrounding us. So that'll be a lot of fun. <clears throat> so we hope to see you. And you're going to be at the show as well, right, Steve, with Penn? I will be at the PCS show. Yes, I will. And um, okay, I anticipate being bu- that show was was pretty busy for me. I don't know about everybody else, but I was pretty well jammed and looking forward to it again. And uh, I'm not sure. I think we, you, the the uh, Anchor Chronicles booth is in a different building. I, 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 as I recall, yeah, yeah, we're, I, we're in, yeah, we're in the main to, building. So it's, yeah, there's I, a main I had building to go through through a couple walkways to get to see you, but. Um, uh, I did come visit uh-huh. you. You'll recall, but you know what? I was really disappointed, as I recall. As I recall, and maybe I was just too late. I don't recall um, a really, really good supply of snacks. <laughs> oh yeah, you missed it. You missed, you it. missed it. Oh no, <laughs> no we had it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. All right, so uh, we'll do that. That's the first week of March, and uh, 
what we're going to do for that one, Steve, I'm going to have the whole team come back together for another updated photo, okay? Uh, so we'll have a meet uh, probably before the show starts. We'll have uh, Ben show up, and we'll take a nice photo for the whole group, okay? Well, that'll, be, we'll fun. That that'll be fun. Does that mean, yeah, does that mean I, I have to, uh, uh, I have, to uh, have a, you know, a team of makeup artists? I'm not going to say a well, word. You, you, you guys have a face for radio, you know, so, yeah, a lot of makeup, a lot of makeup. It reminds me of the Three Stooges, remember? Makeup. <laughs> Getting slept with makeup. Anyway, just dated myself there for Three Stooges. You know, I asked some kid, they didn't know who the Three Stooges were. That's why I bring that, it up. That, that, that is, that is, there's something wrong with that. Well, it, it, right, it happens more and more as you... You don't realize it's, it's but now, but pretty you, sad. Now, you know, fathom this, fathom this, Sergio and Ron. I know, I, I, I know you can totally relate. There, there were a number of Three Stooges episodes where they're on water for one reason or another, and a couple of them they're actually fishing. Um, yes, they're, they you know, are. they're doing all their goofy uh, bits on water. Those were shot at the uh, lot three of MGM Studios in Culver City about a hundred yards from where I grew up and the local kids knew where all the holes in the fence were and I actually fished in those and they were fake they were artificial lakes I fished in those artificial lakes exactly where the three stooges were filmed what they put in there for you they didn't put anything in what there kind of for me they? um there were there was a large population of of uh, wild goldfish that uh, I presume were were, got in there from generations of, of uh, uh, star children letting their aquariums go when they had when they when their filming was over. I'm assuming there was that. And then now the statute of limitations is over, and I do not want to recommend to people that they break the law because today this would be a felony. But, <laughs> but back then we transplanted bass and bluegill from Alonga Park Lake in Redondo. Many people know where that, that, that nice little city park lake is. We transplanted bass and bluegill from that lake into the MGM lake. Uh, they never got a very big population, so it was really never a, a viable fishery, but they were in there. Basically, we caught goldfish on bread balls. Uh, we are pretty happy with that. Got it. Got it. All right, everybody, perfect timing there. That's, that's, that couldn't have been better. We're going to have to take a break, and then when we come back, we'll have – one of my favorite people of all time and uh, the guru of our show, um, our TV show, and we'll be right back. This is Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio and the Angels Radio app. You're all set with your Medicare prescriptions, Mrs. Brown. This is not just low-cost copays at Walgreens. I can actually help you set up 90-day refills if you want. This is having a partner you can trust. Get low-cost copays, 90-day refills, and delivery from your neighborhood Walgreens. This is being independent together. Walgreens. Restrictions apply. For details, see walgreens.com pharmacy. 
Oh, not this song again. Hello, Sarah. Real quick, if you had to choose, would you listen to elevator music all day or deal with payroll compliance? Oh, payroll compliance for sure. Wait, really? Staying compliant is so much easier with Gusto. Gusto automatically calculates my taxes and files with all the right agencies for me. That actually sounds great. Hold up, can Gusto help my small business with compliance too? Of course they can. Choose payroll compliance without the ups and downs. Welcome back to hour number two, with more fishing, more hunting, and more adventures on Angler Chronicles. All right, everybody, welcome back to Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio and the Angels Radio app. And Sergio, I get excited when I hear this song. What does it mean to you? Well, it only mean one thing. And um, I know baseball season hasn't started, but it's always good to throw a jig. He is a jig slinger. So without further ado, the man, the myth, the legend, the guy that points to where he's going to place like Dallas 7X or Caddy 45. The sheriff himself, the CEO of Fendom at Angler Chronicles, my dear friend, Danny Jackson. Good morning, sir. Oh, good morning, sir. Good morning, Sergio. And Ron, you're doing a fine job there this morning. Really, everybody appreciates it. Good morning to Steve Carson, of course. You know, uh, Ron and Sergio, this this is a this is just the beginning of a, a, a time of year I like. You know, of course it's it's winter, but but uh, it gets us pumped up. You know, it's trade show time. We got Bart Hall show in Long Beach Convention Center today and tomorrow left. And then, of course, Bart Hall and Del Mar, February 15th. And then, of course, the PCS show, March 7 through 10, at the OC Fair and Event Center. So it's a busy time, you know, January, February, and March. So, you know, I'm looking forward to all of it. It's, it's, uh, it gets everybody amped up. And so I'm, I'm just glad you guys are having a great time at uh, Long Beach there, Ron and Sergio. Yeah, and uh, again, let me just remind everybody, uh, Ron and I will be at the show today uh, walking around, but we'll be primarily, you can find us also at the Fishing Syndicate booth or the Accurate booth or the Turner's booth. Okay, Turner's has a big, big area, like always, great specials. I'm sure everybody heard um, Mike Wynn last uh, week, you know, sharing all the, all the great savings. Um, it really is amazing. And um, if we were there on Thursday. It was good, Danny. It was a good start to the show. And today is Saturday. Today is one of the big days. So we'll be there probably around noon for a few hours. And you can probably find us either walking around or at one of those booths. So that's yeah. all good. You know, you know what I love about the shows, and Steve hit on it, is it's old home week. It's great to catch up with everybody you haven't seen for quite a while. And all the new tackle that's out there. It is so cool. Can't wait. Well, it's yeah. definitely, Ron, is definitely trade show time. And uh, like I say, Bar Hall this month in Long Beach and then Del Mar next month. And uh, PTS show at Orange County Fairgrounds, March 7 through 10. Of course, Sergio and I and you, Ron, we live just a few miles from uh, the OC Fairgrounds. So, so anyway, it's, it's, that's a, a big show as well. They've got all seven buildings 
filled up there, and so if we're looking we're looking forward to all of them. You know, it, it's a, it's for all of us. Anyway, let's get down to television, Ron um, and Sergio. This this week, starting tomorrow. By the way, different times tomorrow. One day only, uh, 10 a.m. and 2:30 p.m. tomorrow. That's probably has something to do with football, but. Um, that's pretty rare when they when they uh, change our times a little bit on Sundays. Probably won't happen again all year long. But anyway, it's 10 a.m. tomorrow, Bally Sports West, 2.30 p.m. on Bally Sports SoCal HD. And what we're doing, we're going north, Ron, way north to Ketchikan, Alaska, to Salmon Falls uh, Resort, the beautiful place. Sergio and, and of course, Ben Seacrest with uh, – accurate reels this is a great episode it's, it's just a lot of fun to watch and a great place uh sergio i'll let you talk about uh this show you were there you and ben and salmon falls resort yeah. catch a can you know it, it's um it, it, it i mean you go up there for the for the uh salmon okay uh but there's a tremendous bottom fishery okay the uh ring cod the uh, Yellow eyes, the uh, quill bats. I mean, you just make, you keep going and going. Obviously, halibut uh, and, and king salmon. Um, it's very seasonal. It, it's not like British Columbia, so it's not the same. Okay, even though you're catching the same species, everything is different. Okay, but um, also recommend Salmon Falls. Um, what I liked about this particular lodge is that they have a restaurant that's built in that's open to uh, everybody, including, you know, the, the town as well. And it's very, very high-end, uh, really good. I mean, really, really good. The accommodations are second to none. And the fishing, though, we got into a black bass bite, uh, which is the bombers, okay? Um, it was crazy to the point where... We were playing with Ben. We would take our little shiny jig and just put it down about a foot underwater where we could see it and watch these things just annihilate it. We had, it took longer many times to remove the fish from your hook than to catch them. And we got limits for four people in less than 10 minutes. Okay, so that's how crazy this fishing was. And, again, very, very great fishing. What I loved the most was when we went up there, um, I, you know, I had all the fishing syndicate gear. I had the accurate two speeds and everything ready to go with some hookup baits. And um, I happened to meet the captain before we went out, so I said, hey, you want to come see my gear? So he came up, and he's looking at this top of the, Line gear, he goes, oh, yeah, yeah, don't worry about it. We have gear on the boat. Okay, and I, I, I was like, what? Okay, so, yeah, he had never seen anything. He saw the bass rod, and he said, I guess he thought it was a toy, you know, but <laughs> didn't realize what it could do. The other thing was the hookup bait. They had never seen it. He, he looked at me funny. He said, don't even bother throwing that. It's not going to work. Well, gee, I threw it out. The first one got a fish. Second one, I got another fish. He goes, well, I guess they work good for rockfish, but do they work for lingcod? Boom, I catch a lingcod. Yeah, but do they work for halibut? Boom, we got a halibut. So 
yeah, now he actually orders the hookup baits and made a deal with Fishing Syndicate and Accurate to upgrade his, his equipment. So, yeah, yeah, that, that was fun, teaching them about some of the ways we fish here that work over there. And it was, it was, it was great. I mean, it was just simply a great, great place to visit. Um, easy to get to. Um, it's, I highly recommend it. You know, Salmon Falls, just like uh, Queen Charlotte Safaris, which, by the way, you can see Valerie from Queen Charlotte at the show. She's there. Um, I mean, it's just um, it's a great place to visit. It's something a little bit different. We hadn't been to Ketchikan before. Yeah, well, you know, Sergio, of course, you mentioned Valerie, Queen Charlotte Safaris. Yes, she is at Bard Hall today and tomorrow. And, um, you know, um, Queen Charlotte Safaris, which is Sandspit, British Columbia, and it's only like 80 miles from Ketchikan. So it, it's, a, it's, it's, it's similar, and yet it's not similar because uh, Queen Charlotte Safaris, you know, you've got, you, you got the big, the big salmon there and the big King Chinook salmon. But uh, I'm really proud to, to air the Salmon Falls Resort show tomorrow because it, it's a great one. And you mentioned the bombers, and, boy, I know they're a lot of fun. I've caught them, of course, at uh, Sitka and Point Baker and, and uh, of course, with Valerie at Queen Charlotte Safaris. Anyway, uh, 10, 10 o'clock tomorrow morning, just glad to be a part of it. And for anyone, I'll just put this out, Anyone interested in going to breakfast with us, joining the Anger Chronicles crew, at 7.30 this morning we will be at the Miles Square Golf Course. That's on Warner and Ward in Fountain Valley. So hope to see you guys there, Ron and Sergio. I will definitely be there. I will try. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Perfect. All right, guys. So, All right, well, thank. Yeah, go ahead, Danny. Thanks a lot, Ron. All right, guys. You're doing a great job. All right, yeah, thanks. Um, Danny, keep keep slinging it, and uh, 28 days until catchers and pitchers report. So. Oh yeah, well, I'm look, I'm looking forward to it. You know, you know, uh, hope springs eternal. So we uh, will look forward. To hopefully, a good one, Ron. Well, yet you know, also too is um, I got to mention this is Argentina's World Cup champions for the next two and a half years, so we got twenty eight more days until we can interrupt that. <laughs> okay, so twenty eight days. Okay. <laughs> oh, the season opener, I got it. Okay, yeah, you know me in baseball. Okay, so the season opener in twenty eight days. Is that it was spring training or what? Fr- fr- uh, spring training, twenty eight days. Yeah, you, but you realize in two weeks we have a Super Bowl, right? Right. Ah, okay, it's just a little, well, a little thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Maybe Kathy and I can get over to Tempe this spring. I would, I would sure we used to do that a lot. It'd be nice to get back over there. Anyway, you guys have a great weekend. Have a great day in Long Beach Convention Center today and tomorrow. And uh, I'll check out here, Ron, and hang up and listen to you guys for the rest of the show. All right, Danny. Thank you and love you. See you. Talk to you later. Love all you guys. See you, Serge. Bye-bye. Hi, later, bud. Okay, that's kind of cool. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey, Steve, you ever been up to catch a can? No, I have not. <clears throat> where Where have you been up there? Sitka? 
I've been to Sitka and uh, Queen Charlotte Safaris, both. Both were awesome. Yeah. Different, each one different, but but both pretty amazing, pretty awesome. And uh, it's interesting you tell the, the 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 story of the of your tackle, and uh, yeah, that that's not unusual in far flung exotic fishing locations where where it's really really good. Um, number one, uh, high end gear is hard to get. Uh, it's hard to maintain, uh, you know, in terms of getting getting parts or even having time to uh, to do the maintenance, um, et cetera, et cetera. So, uh, you know, a lot of times they have basic gear that you know that holds together. Um, they, you know, they use they use uh, uh, you know locally caught bait. Uh, expensive lures can be hard for them to uh, to get, but that doesn't mean that uh, you know that, that what you know that works. In Southern California or or Baja, wouldn't work in those areas. It almost always will. Um, they just haven't necessarily seen it. Um, so you can understand the skepticism. Also, a lot of people that are going up there, you know what? They're going on vacation. Uh, I I would almost feel naked if I had to fish with with somebody else's gear, no matter where I was. But for a lot of people that go up to those kind of places. They're happy to use what the, the tackle that, that the boat provides. So it's a matter of, of yeah, getting out of the experience think, what you want. But I think what's happening is we are maturing as fishermen, okay? And so some of these guys that go down to either Mexico or, or Alaska or somewhere, I would, I would tell people now, invest in a rod tube, okay? And take your rods and reels and some tackle with you as well. Because, um, I mean, find out what your target species is, see how you would fish it, and then take your own. Because your own is always, almost always, better than what's available there. Okay, so don't be shy. All right, Sergio, go ahead and hang on to that thought here. We got to take a break. This is Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio and the Angels Radio app, and we'll be right back. outdoor recreational experience? Look no further than the city where we dream extreme. Lake Elsinore, home of the new Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Experience next level camping with the best amenities available. Full hookup sites, vintage trailers, themed yurts, a swimming pool, splash pad, outdoor dining, and a spacious community hall. Adventure starts here. Reserve your spot. For more information, follow Launch Point on Facebook and Instagram. Relax, play, stay at launch-point.com. Freedom Boat Club, Huntington Harbor, San Pedro, Redondo Beach, Marina Del Rey. Live a hassle-free boating experience, enjoying the very best sport fishing in all of Southern California. Center consoles, pilot houses, bow riders, duffies, and much more. Freedom Boat Club, from Ventura to San Diego, plus more than 350 locations worldwide. Call 657-339-2300. That's 657-339-2300. Or cruise to freedomboatclub.com for details. 
Hi, I'm Captain Dave Marciano, and how would you like the freshest local New England seafood shipped to you overnight? No running around from store to store to find what you like. We have it here at AngelicaSeafoods.com. Everything from tuna, haddock, cod, clams, lobsters, scallops, we have it all. The finest seafood overnight to your door anywhere in the continental U.S. AngelicaSeafoods.com. Angels Radio, AM 830. All right, everybody. Welcome back to Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio on the Angels Radio app. We can go ahead and, you know, Sergio, keep uh, talking. I, I, I loved Alaska when I went up there with you guys, and, and it's an incredible, incredible fishery. Yeah, yeah, you went to a place um, that was Waxhaw Lodge that was in uh, Prince of Wales Island, if I'm not mistaken. It's all fjords. It's uh, very similar to uh, what could be uh, British Columbia, okay? Because British Columbia, you can get lost in some of those fjords as well and have some good, good fishing. Uh, Ketchikan was a little bit different. Also, protected areas of fishing, so you're not out in the open ocean. Steve, when we fish Sitka, Sitka, you could easily lose a day to um, to wire. Every time I was up at Sitka, one day was always tough. You, a couple times we couldn't go out uh, because you're out in the open ocean. Benefit, well, there you got the big, huge uh, halibut, you know, in that open water. Uh, what I like about um, Queen Charlotte up in, um, in the Charlotte, all right? Um, they have salmon fit, okay? But it's the way that, that salmon comes in to feed before heading out to uh, the final destination. So they're very, very hungry there. They're very, very healthy. And Ketchikan, well, Ketchikan has a little bit of everything. And like it's like um, uh, the sheriff said, we're not too far away from there as well. So it's just, it's just when you head up north, it's just a very unique thing. But let me bring it back to what I was saying before we went to break. It's not a bad idea if you plan on going places to carry rods with you. They make rod tubes from all different diameters, okay? I've got the big one, okay, so that can carry. I know I've had as much as, I think, seven or eight rods in one tube, and there's still room for a couple more, okay? You put your reels in your bag. The only thing that I would highly recommend is wherever you're flying to, make sure you got to go through customs that you have the right amount of gear. For example, Mexico, you can only have four rods, four reels per person. Not much more than that. And uh, your reels would have to go in uh, luggage, and they cannot go in your carry-on. All right? All right? So, and, yes, you're going to pay a little bit for the tubes, but let me tell you something. Sergio, you have Sergio, your own let, gear? Let, let me interrupt Sergio on that. That That's a big... Uh, uh, subject for discussion you can fly into mexico out of the united states with your reels with line on them in your carry-on it's perfectly okay flying from the united states when to was anywhere the last time you did that uh, last, last time year that? last year okay but flying out of mexico flying out of mexico is a whole different thing 
You cannot have you can have the real in your bag, but it, in your carry on, but you cannot have um, line mm-hmm. on it. So it, it may be useful to put the the body of the reel in your carry on, and the and the spool with the line on it in your uh, in your uh, check baggage, and um, uh, also don't forget this, this actually comes up a lot. The state of Alaska is the United States. Right. <laughs> so if you're flying from <laughs> LAX or John Wayne or, or wherever it may be from. Into Alaska, you're 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 flying in within the United States, so you're More okay passport. with line on your reel. Well, you know, all I can say about this is, guys, make sure you call the airlines and find out because we've run into that issue with the line on there. Ron, 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 yeah. let me also interrupt again. This is a big deal. It's not the airlines' call. It's a TSA's call. Okay, well then you better check with TSA because we've had this issue a couple of times. So. Uh, check with somebody. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that, that's all my suggestions. Well, but, you know, but the, the point, but the point is this: I think is, you know, because of COVID, I think we got a lot of people that jumped into fishing, and the army fishermen, and these fishermen are now, you know, getting very mature in the sport, and so they're looking for a new high, and the high can be fishing in different areas. Okay, and. And we travel a lot. I mean, we go all over Mexico. We go up to British Columbia and Alaska. I mean, it's hard to beat. And I couldn't go anywhere without my bass run. So I had to figure out a way. And you can always take your tubes with you, your reels with you. You can even take some tackle. The only thing I recommend if you're going to do tackle, be careful on weight. <laughs> um you know, jigs and stuff, um, they add up. You're talking circus hands, you're okay, but if you start talking some heavier jigs, you know, eh, maybe not the thing to go. Also remember, if you're traveling to Mexico, do not, and I say do not, take your electric reel. They're illegal in, um, in Mexico unless you are handicapped, okay, and that requires special permits. So electric wheels in Mexico, that's a big no-no, okay? So just saying, all right? So don't, don't even bother taking that. But, you know, I mean, think about all the places we've been. I mean, we can go to Cedros and, you know, Bay of L.A. and Loretto and all these places. God, I just, I got to have my, my stuff. So think about it, okay? Think about investing in a rod tube. You're talking about 100 bucks for a rod tube. And if you don't want to spend that much money, you can go to Home Depot and make one of your own. Okay, uh, you get one of those what PVC pipes or whatever. I'm not that handy. I just go buy a, a rod tube. That's made for the rods. I would highly recommend that way. You can get them at Turner's and and just uh, and have at it. But you know, you might want to start thinking about carrying your own gear. Okay, there's nothing like fishing with your own gear. Yep. Right, Steve? Well, I, I like to say, I would feel absolutely naked. And, and, and you know, your local your local guides and captains, they do know what the, their local fish are going to bite. They, you know, they, they've mm-hmm. whittled it down to the most efficient and, you know, for them in the long run, the most economically efficient uh, way to catch the, the local fish. That doesn't mean that, you know, that your favorite lure uh, won't work. 
something to very, very much note is is in many, many areas, probably most areas, that includes uh, British Columbia and Alaska, it's rare for them to see people casting. Uh, so if you're going to be casting, number one, if, uh, uh, make sure that you really do know how to cast and you didn't watch uh, uh, Sergio on a video and, go, and say, hey, if Sergio can do that, I can do it. Um, you know, <laughs> uh, yeah, know, there can be a variety of issues, some of which are just practical and some of which are safety-related, where uh, if boats are not set up for people to be casting, um, you may or may not want to actually be casting. So that, that would be kind of my one cautionary tale. Um, the boats usually and just about everywhere are not like Southern California party boats that are, you know, that are, are fairly open and all you got to do is watch for the humans. A, a lot of times your, small, your smaller resort boats have got uh, outriggers, downriggers, uh, rod holders in, in unusual places, uh, all kinds of stuff you can get caught up on if you start trying to cast. So, uh, again, doesn't mean you can't do it, but just be thoughtful about it. Yeah, and the other, the other point of caution is this. When we talk about taking your own gear, yeah, rods and reel, no problem. But when it comes to the tackle itself, just take it easy because um, you're going to go to these places and they have something that's been working forever and ever and ever. The only thing that I take is something that I'm very comfortable using, okay? Not something that is new or I'm not sure of. Um, don't try to reinvent the wheel when you go to these places, okay? Um, you know, if you go, uh, if you go to Alaska or British Columbia, we're going to be fishing the bottom. Well, you know what? Knife jigs are good. Uh, anything that we've been using here works there as well. It's rockfish, okay? Um, as far as uh, the salmon, uh, I think pass a crocodile. I don't, I don't use too much. I use hookup baits and crocodiles for the salmon. It works really, really well. Danny's not on the air anymore, but Danny was right there uh, at, at Queen Charlotte Safaris. Uh, myself and Ronnie and Danny were up there, and you, you talked about bringing something new. And uh, Ronnie had brought something new. Uh, I was a little skeptical about it. Danny was a little skeptical about it. And so we said, well, let's see what this thing looks like. And we're, we're actually out on the boat, on one of the Queen Charlotte Safari's boats. Let's see what this thing looks like, see how it swims. And um, uh, I, can't, I actually can't remember if it was me or Ronnie. One of the two of us dropped it about, uh, you know, eight feet off the rod tip and kind of swished it uh, uh, next to the boat so we could see the swimming action. A salmon came out from under the boat and ate it right there. Danny did not have the camera running. Um, and we're like, well, this thing's really going to work. We never caught another fish on it again. Yeah, yeah but, you so, know, so, Ronnie mastered the doink. Remember the doink? Uh, okay. the doink yeah, well, was... yes, that, that was, uh, we sort of gleaned that from uh, the late captain, uh, Ray Montera of the holiday. That was originally a white sea bass technique for the Coronado Islands. Back when there used to a lot of be, be a lot of white sea bass up the Coronado Islands. That Ronnie adapted it to pretty much everything. And guess what? It worked on pretty much everything. Yeah, and so for the people that don't know, you, you, the boat's moving, and what you do is you cast as far as you can towards the bow and let it come 
you know, and as, as the boat moves forward, it comes forward, and you bring it back up. And you know, he had some success, not as much as uh, the downriggers and some of the other stuff we were using at British Columbia, but he had some success with that. And he would not stop casting. I would look at him and go, at some point, you got to stop. He never stopped. You know, going and going no. and going and going. No, you I mean, never he, stopped. He would be the best. the power yeah, doink. That's a little, that's a little different yeah, the than a regular. The regular doink is with the boat just drifting with the wind. You're talking about the power doink with the boat literally underway. Yeah, yeah. As you were trolling for the um, for the salmon, he would do that. But anyway, so my point is this: you know, as as 2024 comes, uh, it starts, okay, and you get an opportunity to travel somewhere. Uh, you might want to do your homework and see what you know if you if you want to take some of your stuff. You don't have to take a lot of rods, but you can take your favorite rod and reel. Just make sure it makes sense. Okay, so for example, if you're going down to uh, say Bay of Olay and you're targeting grouper, then I wouldn't recommend the bass rod. Okay, Sergio, <laughs> okay. Uh, hang on to your thought. We'll continue in a minute. This okay. is Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio and the Angels Radio app, and we'll be right back. Lytle Screen Printing in Huntington Beach, where quality and service are everything since 1989. Screen printing, embroidery, digital printing, Lytle does it all. Shop their extensive line of apparel and headwear or bring in your own for customization. A few embroidered shirts or thousands of printed t-shirts, Lytle has you covered. No order is too big or small. Mention Angler Chronicles and they will waive your setup fees for your first order. You can find them on the web at lysphb.com or call 714-969-2424. Lytle Screen Printing, where all your needs are met. Hello, I'm Chef Bree, head chef for Carne de Teresa, and it's my goal to make you a chef in your own kitchen. I've created the perfect and most delicious seasonings to go on top of our pollo asado and pollo adobado. And our Carne de Teresa Salvadoreño sausage is perfect for breakfast or dinner. Carne de Teresa is always hand-cut, hand-seasoned, and hand-packed right here in Southern California. You can find our delicious Carne de Teresa products at your local Albertsons, Food for Less, Ralph's, and Smart and & Final. Let Carne de Teresa make you a chef in your own kitchen. Visit CarneDeTeresa.com for recipes and more. Remember, when fishing, practice CPR. Catch, photograph, and release, and always eat more Carne de Teresa. This is Teresa. Carne de Teresa is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles and Olive Crest. Hi, I'm Pat McDonald. Join me at California's premier outdoor recreation show. The LeBard Hall shows January 25th to 28th at the Long Beach Convention Center and February 15th to the 18th at the Del Mar Fairgrounds. Whether it's great retail tackle bargains at hundreds of booths, dozens of daily seminars over four days by the experts, the latest in boats, kayaks, and accessories, the Hall Family Shows presented by Progressive Insurance deliver the ultimate outdoor experience. Get details at hallshows.com. Angels Radio, AM 830. All right, everybody, welcome back to Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio and the Angels Radio app. And Sergio, hold on a minute. Uh, we got Captain Rick Scott. Go ahead and cue him up. Good morning, Captain Rick Scott. The Ocean Odyssey. Good morning. Was it Sergio? Uh, 
Laxon again? He's not coming in? No, he's here. He's on the line. Say good morning, guys. Good morning. Good morning, Captain Rick. <laughs> good morning, Sergio. Uh, he he's you, not he's not here, but he's here. Is Sergio laying in bed doing the radio show this a- morning. Absolutely. Uh, must be oh yeah, I'm hanging upside he's down. Got, he's got an IV in. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey Rick, man, we talked to uh, your crew this morning, Rick and uh, Craig. I mean um, Chris and Craig. Okay, I guess they're fishing. Uh, a tournament, and you know, Angler Chronicle sponsored that. Are you sponsoring them, or are you just throwing them to the wolves? No, we're just throwing them to the world. And I heard they were going to go out and donate some money to another team this morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you know what? I, before, hey, before we go any further, I know that you're not on the water right now. Let me just do this. Let me um, just send a huge, I'll be I send a the huge a shout out. Okay, let me, let me send a huge, huge shout out. To my dear friend, Captain Andy Reese, yep. who's listening, okay? And, um, you know, we just did his episode. It was one of the, the coolest things we've done. Some of the things I got to do over there, it was just amazing. So, Captain Andy Reese and L.A. City, baby, okay? City, that's right, okay? Uh, love you, brother. Thank you for everything, everything you guys do. Okay, uh, we love our first responders, and we appreciate all the all the time and all the hard work you guys put in there. Okay, so kudos to you, Andy Reese. Absolutely, okay. and good morning, Captain. Uh, yeah, I'm telling you, it's really really cool. All right, let me go back to uh, Captain Rick Scott here, Ocean Odyssey. Rick, where are you today? Um, I'm headed down to the boat here in just about two minutes. We got a school program that we're going to take out this morning. And uh, show them the ocean. Probably the first time they've ever been on a boat, first time they've ever been on the ocean. So we're going to take them out and run them around the bay, take them outside the bay, maybe find a whale or a dolphin, try to teach them a little bit about the ocean. It's really, it's a great program. A great, great program. Yeah. It's a good way of getting these kids involved in, with the water, you know. So that's really cool. Really, really cool. So how's the boat yep. looking? The boat is good. The boat's getting a little work done in between trips. Um, of course, while I was gone in Montana, quite a bit of work got done. Got some painting done, a little bit of fixing here and there. Dina got the schedule all put together. It's up and running, and uh, we're just trucking along, waiting waiting for uh, the fish to show up and the season to start. Okay. Well, uh, uh, Ron, we've got three trips uh, on the ocean. we got two, day and a half and one two-and-a-half day. Just to remind everybody, the two-and-a-half day is the one that we film. However, however, in the past, John loves to come out on the boat, so I tell him bring his camera, and we have filmed uh, day-and-a-half as well. So um, if you want your opportunity to be on TV, is the way to go. Do you have the dates uh, wrong on our trips? I do, but I'm looking them up. <laughs> I, uh, you know, I knew you were going to do that. Um, I was filling out the schedule, and it, I cannot remember, so I got to look it up. All right, so, look it up. Dan, I'm, uh, sure, I'm sure there'll be a come... couple more you guys will want to come out on it. <clears throat> so. uh, always. I, I mean, we, we always want to come out on our favorite boat out there. So, 
it it we, we cannot get enough of fishing out there. So I don't know. Yeah. No, no, I'm going to do a lot of mystery mm-hmm. trips. In other words, uh, I see an opening and I'm available. I'm gone. Okay, Ron, can you can do the radio show, and I'll be on the water, possibly <clears throat> giving you a report. Um, no, we'll be together. Don't worry about that. We'll just have to pre-record. No, 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 you, no, 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 no. Well, you know what? You do the radio show, and I'll go. No, you and Steve, you and Steve, and Andrew <laughs> do the radio show, and then Rick and I, and the, and my twin towers, we can go catch some tuna, and I can call you just like Rick in the morning for the show and say, "Hey, how's it going, everybody? Yeah, we're catching some fish." And, and then go. So how about how about this? How about you guys figure out a way, and let's do what you on the Ocean Odyssey, a first radio show on a Saturday morning in the wheelhouse out on the ocean. You know, I'll tell I, you what, that, that, okay, so that's I mean, that a little bit of a cat out of the bag. Yeah. Why and I are planning on doing a podcast later this year. If we do that, we could do the podcast from the stern of the Ocean Odyssey, brother. Yeah, that would be awesome. Right. Yeah, I know. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah, I think we'll do a podcast, and um, let's give everybody a chance not only to hear us but also see us because uh, we are funny looking. Okay, so well, wait a minute. I re- I resemble that remark. Yeah, you do. <laughs> so. <laughs> okay, so yeah, so uh, we'll we'll look at doing that, and why not? You know, the nice thing about a podcast is you can take it on the road. So uh, I know we can get Wi-Fi there and you know you're, you're in the dock okay and we can do one that would be so cool I, I, I told Ron I thought, that's one of my one of the things I look forward to is doing an, uh, an episode uh, of you know a podcast from the stern of the ocean Odyssey. I think that would be that was one of the first things that came out of everybody's mouth and that was a great suggestion and I, I cannot wait to be sitting on the stern and hooking up a tuna. On a pound. Well, no, no, no. We need Wi-Fi, so we have to be, in, in, <laughs> we have to be tied up. Ron. So, no, we can do it. We can do it. I'll figure it out. Um, all right, guys, I got the schedule. I have so many dates running through my head, and I didn't want to get them wrong. So our uh, our two-and-a-half day, I'll jump the gun, is September 3rd, and it'll be two-and-a-half day. Um, the next trip is July 9th, which, once again, it's my birthday. Um that will be a one a day and a half, and you call the landing, and Rick will give you all the uh, numbers here. I have them if Rick wants me to give them. And then October, no, call the landing. I mean, call not Dina. the landing. Call uh, Rick and uh, call Dina, and uh, and then October twenty seventh. So we're set. Yep. And if you want to call Dina, okay, I, I, I just want to make it Hold on, guys. Both of your talk. Oh, hold on. Yeah. Uh, Rick, uh, go ahead and finish up the numbers. Six one nine eight eight nine four five three five. If you want to call Dina and keep an eye on that schedule, because like I said, you guys, you never know when you you got to keep an eye on the schedule throughout the season, because all of a sudden uh, Sergio and Ron show up on a trip, you know, a week ahead a week ahead of time, and and uh, oh. lots of room on it usually. Yep. Uh, yeah. Well, how can right, how so can you not have a great time? Okay, hold on a second. Steve Carson, did you take down those dates? Did I take them down? No, I didn't. 
Okay. Let me give them to you. No, I'm going to give them to you again right now, Steve Carson. There's no excuse. I got a pen. Okay. July 9th, departing. It's usually 7.30, 7 o'clock, 7.30. 7 o'clock. And there's no excuse for you not being there for my birthday. Okay, second one. September 3rd, it's a a two-and-a-half day. Okay? And then October 27th. There's so now you have no excuse. All right, I got them written down. Cool. Hopefully, you can make one of those, Steve. We'd love to have you out with us. Absolutely. So somebody. Yeah. Gonna... Looking forward to it. Okay. So Rick, what else? I. Oh, we're just uh, like I said, we're just waiting to get get the kids on the boat here in a little bit and go out. In the ocean, and uh, hey, Rick, have you heard from some of the other? Have you heard from some of the boats about what's out there? Um, it sounds like the bluefin are still out there, but not out here. They're down south right now. That's typically what they do in the winter time is go south. But the looks like the long range boats are catching some, uh, either on their way down or on their way home. So it looks like another. And we're talking bluefin there. That's bluefin. Barely hear Sergio. Yeah, I know. It, it's kind of hard yeah. between for the both of you when we get people on the line. Um, it, um, <clears throat> yeah, Sergio. There's still bluefin out there, um, but mm-hmm. like uh, Rick said, they're down south. So, and it, so he said that okay. that should be a good. I th- I believe it's going to be a good. The water temperature has not uh, really drastically changed, so it should be a great bluefin year again. Okay, well, ask him this question for me. Are they are they seeing them down south because that's where the boats are? Right. There's no boats up here. Yeah. Okay. Because there's no boats up here. Right. So, Rick, where are you? Um, see- Rick, where are you seeing them? I'm not seeing them. The oh, long range boats are but somewhere somewhere leaving or coming home on their long range trips. You know, okay. either uh, the first night or second night on their way down, and then on their way back home. Um, I have seen a few posts of the. Uh, Saners down there, and it looks like they are wrapping them up. So hopefully they'll be done quick here, and we won't have to deal with them uh, during the season this year. Okay. So Sergio, he said that the boats that are heading down on the long range trips, going down or coming back, are hitting them. And uh, but it's down south, yeah. Okay, so that's that's hope. That's hope for us this year. I think those tuna didn't go too far, so that's good. That's really good. Well, tell Rick if you if you can hear me. I really, really look forward to getting on the boat and going fishing. I've always had such a good time on that boat. I especially love night fishing. You know that. Oh, yeah. You love night fishing. You love it when <laughs> other people go night fishing. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and you know, Rick, I'm yeah, four for leave me alone. I'm four for four on night fishing in the last four trips. So, Well, we'll see if we can fix that. We got, you know, oh. Uh, old Sergio, he likes, he likes to night fish from his dog. Well, hey, if Rhonda was up there like she was last time, he'll be out there night fishing. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I like when she stays home. <laughs> I, I think on your trips, we'll do like the other boats do. We'll lock the bunk, kick everybody out, lock the bunk room so you can't go down there and we'll make fish. How's that? Uh, he'll go sleep in the galley. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> so. yeah, he's been known to do that. Okay, <laughs> nighttime is for sleeping. Okay, nighttime is for sleeping. Yeah. Okay, I have to touch all those things during the day. Uh, but no, listen, uh, Rick, we're really looking forward to it, and um, I know that your fishing starts right around June, right? 
Uh, Rick, he, 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 he wanted to know when your schedule starts. Uh, middle of June. Okay. Uh, we gotta, June, Rick, can you stay on a little longer? Or are you? Yep. Okay, I'll so we got to take a break. This is Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio and the Angels Radio app. We'll be right back. So you got to let me know. Should I stay or should I go? It's always taste, taste, Angels Radio. AME 30. Looking for something to do today? Come check out what's new at Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Michael's was voted Orange County's best sports bar. Whether it's sports, drinks, games, or food, Michael's has something for everybody. And don't forget the wings that Michael is famous for. Michael's Sports Pub and Grill, 15192 Golden West Street, Westminster, California. Just south of the 405 Freeway, Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Don't blink on the sink with the original hookup baits. With their patented design, the original hookup baits are built in the USA using only the highest quality of materials and owner hooks. After years of research and development, the original hookup baits have captured the profile and lifelike action, causing fish to bite, whether it's in salt water or fresh water, jigging or trolling. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops and get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph and release. Angels Radio AME 30 All right everybody, welcome back to Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio and the Angels Radio app and go ahead guys who Sergio Okay, so uh just for Rick um once again give us uh where people go to get all the information on the Ocean Honesty always are you guys doing fred hall uh no we're um we're we're um we're gonna be there today um uh, walking around we do not have a booth there but we'll be hanging out at the fishing syndicate or the accurate booth gotcha i was gonna maybe try to make it up tomorrow yeah we're not gonna we're not gonna be there tomorrow i have an appointment and sergio has some stuff going on so um today and we were there on thursday opening day and it was actually okay so yeah Good attendance. That's good. Yeah. Uh, go so ahead. If you go want to get, uh, if you want, if you want to get on the Ocean Odyssey, <clears throat> you can log on to OceanOdysseyFishing.com. The schedule is up. Um, or give Dina a call at 619-889-4535. And I think there are a few trips that are already sold out. If you'd like to get on the standby list, you can get on the standby list right online. And as soon as the space becomes available, you'll get an email right away. Okay, so uh, Sergio, go ahead. He's all done. <laughs> okay, this is no, amazing. Um, you know, I just can't. I can't wait to get back on his boat. I mean, I love the ocean. Honestly, it's been our flagship since oh god, well, since day one for us, and before that, I think I've been. Is he still on the line? Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm still here. When, when was the what, what? What year was the first year that you and Ronnie got going? Do you remember? That would have been 2006, if I can remember correctly. Back when we used to catch those big, yeah, big long fins on the side. I can't remember. Yeah, what my called. first trip with him was 2007, and that was my first trip with you. And we did three that year. We've been three, I think, ever since. Right. So um, it's been just a fantastic run. Uh, I 
business campaigns in 2007 that I've been on your boat every year. I love it. I just love it. And now that I figured out where I like to sleep, I love it. That only took you like 15 years to figure that out? Yeah. (laughs) 15 years to figure that out, baby boy. And then, and then it's so cold down there. I, that, yeah, it's icebergs. But yeah, uh, you know, my first year was the last year we caught albacore. So it's been a while. And, yeah, we were yeah, back in the day. That's what we caught albacore. Yeah, we put um, twenty five on the boat like like crazy. Those are good years, Steve Carson. Good years. It's good. I enjoyed albacore fishing. However. A lot of people uh, that I guess are jaded about bluefin tuna, you'll hear them say, I wish the albacore would come back. I think they forgot how small albacore are or were. Um, yeah. Yeah, compared to bluefin tuna, there's a pretty pretty dramatic size difference. Um, even And people will always say, well, I remember when I caught a 40-pounder. Yeah, yeah, that's why you remember it, because it was pretty rare. Um Listen, yeah, I, I love albacore fishing, keywords. but it's it's like okay. tackle fishing. Okay, go ahead, Sergio. Carson, key words, keywords, bass rod. <laughs> <laughs> bass rod. Oh, oh Lord. 12-pound test, maybe even 10, okay, size 4, size 6 hook, and go to town. I would, I love that stuff. That's why I loved it this year, you know, because one of the things that was kind of unique this year the fish wanted really tiny hooks and very light line, and so it was it was fun. It was fun to go back to uh, the old days. Carson, I got bit off more this year uh, with teeth versus albacore. Do albacore have teeth? I don't remember. Albacore do have teeth, but uh, for whatever reason, you very very even with J hooks, even with light line. They very rarely bit you off. Um, typically, back in the day, you would you would maybe be fly lining with twenty or twenty five pound test line, and maybe a number four or number two J hook with your live anchovy bait. Uh, you never got bit off. I mean, it just didn't happen. If you if you drop down to twelve pound, uh, you know it, it could happen. But um, yeah, albacore do have teeth, but nothing like bluefin, and nothing like yellowfin. Okay. Okay, that's it. All right, excellent. All right, so uh, Rick, looking forward to it, buddy. Yep, me too. Can't wait. Another year. It's going to be a fun one. Yes, it always is. Okay, one more time. How do people get on the Ocean Odyssey? Okay, last time. Get ready. OceanOdysseyFishing.com or give Dean a call, 619-889-4535. You got it, bro. Hey, um, thank you, Rick. Thank you very much, and uh, have fun on those school trips. They are outstanding. So, You got it. Everybody have a great week. Look forward to talking to everybody next weekend. Bye, Rick. Bye-bye. All right. Hey, uh, guys, I want to run across something real quick. We have Taco Tuesday this uh, Tuesday. Uh, love to see everybody out there. It is the first one of the new year. Uh, we do have uh, lots of uh, raffle prizes to give away. Um, but we all forget there it's for the kids and for the shoes that we give away. Okay. So let's, uh, get out there and you guys have always so generous, let me, let me, always generously let me, let me give stuff out. 
Okay, there's something special going on on February 5th. I want everybody to write this down. So on February 5th, our dear friend Derek from Simply Fish is going to have, my understanding is, whatever is bought between 3 p.m. and 7 p.m., whatever is bought, there will be a donation directly to Fishers and Men to buy shoes. So if you haven't been to Simply Fish, first of all, you're missing out because it's unbelievable food. Hopefully you can get there on February 5th. You won't believe how good this food is, okay? And then on top of that, he will be donating a portion of that to Fishers and Men. So, I, I stopped by yesterday and got my fix of uh, his food yesterday and took it home with me. Yeah, so, yeah, so right. Simply Fish, okay, it's on the corner of Adams and Harbor in Costa Mesa. Uh, we love everybody. See, I'm going to try to be there the whole time, the four hours, between 3 and 7. Okay, uh, please, we'd love to have you there. Come out and join us. A uh, couple things. If you've been there, you can go back and eat some of this great food. If you haven't been there, it's a great introduction, great way to, to feed your face with unbelievable food, and at the same time, help us to buy shoes and take down the East Cape, and even local, because we've been doing uh, a lot of these... Um, Shoe giveaways here in Anaheim and in um, got all over the place. Okay, and you know, let's make it a point. We always say, "Be kind." Well, let, let's show it this time. It's not just saying it; just show it. One of the things you can do is help us out on a Taco Tuesday. Come out, buy a couple of raffle tickets. That money goes directly to buying shoes. And uh, it's not only Mexico now; it's here in the U.S. and it's going to be expanding to other countries as well. So, please come, be a part. And and also be a part of some other stuff. I know that Jack is doing the men's retreat down to um, uh, East Cape. That's where our friends at Van Warmers. You guys know that we love that place. I, I, I really enjoy myself. Rhonda can't get enough of it. Uh, we go down there, and um, he's going to do the men's retreat, which is a tournament. And it's great fellowship there. And then we're, the shoe giveaway this year is in April. So for those of you who have always asked, how do you get involved? This is the way you get involved. Okay, great place to start is to go to uh, fishersofmen.org. That's fishersofmenwestcoast.org, and you can sign up there, get more information there, come to a Taco Tuesday, or reach out to one of us, and we'll put you in contact with Jack or whoever, uh, whoever we need to send you to. And you can go and, and volunteer to go down to these Cape with us. It's always fun. And if you can't go, you know what? You can help us out by a little donation. Uh, and Steve is gracious. You, you don't live close enough, Steve, but you always send us something. That's very, very kind of you. Um, and we appreciate it. We appreciate every penny that comes in because those smiles you, you're putting on kids' faces is just simply unbelievable. Just simply unbelievable. And it's it's well worth it. So uh, let's, let's plan on 2024, not just talking about it, but doing something about it, okay? So uh, implore everybody, come out Taco Tuesday, this Tuesday, the 30th, and then um, February 5th uh, at Simply Fish. Again, I want to thank my dear friend Derek for, uh, for doing that for us. Much appreciated, my friend. Much appreciated, okay? So those are the two things that are immediate, right, Ron? Uh, yeah, that's it. And, um, you know, I just want to say that 
everybody that does come out, we have, like Sergio hit on it, we do now hand out shoes here in the States. Um, so the red tape's been cut through a little bit. So you're donating to a lot of areas now. Exactly. Exactly. So it's, it's local. You know, some people uh, say, well, why don't we do it here? Well, we're doing it here now, which is good. Right. Okay. All right. So um, I'm excited because, you know, I, have, I don't know, Steve, what you hear or wrong with you hear. I know for a fact that there's bluefin in the area. There is. Okay. I know some buddies of mine have been taking their boats, and they are seeing them. Uh, not easy to catch right now, but they are seeing them. The weather has not helped. Okay. But the nice thing is we're getting plenty of water, so that's kind of cool. In fact, Steve Carson, you've been posting a lot of stuff uh, on social media, on Friends of Angler Chronicles. Do you want to talk about it? Well, it all depends on which thing. Uh, basically, what uh, for for those that haven't looked yet, um, I kind of track what's uh, what's being discussed for an, and and put it up there on Friends of Angler Chronicles, just as a as a, a point of interest. Like I've got a great picture that I just put up of of Captain Rick Scott in in his office in the wheelhouse. Uh, uh, you know, on the radio. I don't know who he's talking to. I don't know what he's doing. What he's looking at. But it's a great picture of him. So, uh, yeah, you know, I just uh, try to keep things going, keep it interesting. Uh, uh, yeah, anything in particular you want me to, to comment on? We got we got about 30 seconds, I'm guys. Asking, <laughs> okay. So the draining of uh, Copco Lake. Oh, man, that's like a whole topic on yeah. its own. But, uh, yeah, for okay, the so first time probably ever in story. California – Major established dams are being taken down, right. literally blown up for the favor of salmon. So there you go. Cool. Okay, guys, okay. we're we're really close in here. You know, uh, anything final thing, Sergio? Oh, oh my God! I, I just realized I'm primitive. Oh my lord! Okay, everybody, have a great weekend. We'll be at the Fred Hall show today. Come on out, and you know what? Really, be kind to one another. We'll talk to you next week. Goodbye, everybody. Well, folks, that's the show for this week. It's time to truck on out of the city and get outside in God's country. We'll see you next week on Angler Chronicles.